to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. I'm gonna get a coffee, okay? Why and is I the get camera a coffee? in my face right now? Are you, you here partaking? You walked right up now, to you're me. In the red zone? I'm scared. I want to go for a coffee down there. Okay. Where, can I? Can you, I go for a coffee? Still being arrested you, right do you now. Live in this? No, you're I don't not live here. But I, I'm. Where do you live? Alberta. Time for you to leave. I can't even go down there for no, a coffee. No, go grab yourself a red leave. zone right now. If you don't leave right now, you will be arrested. Do you understand me? I can't go for a coffee. Grab your stuff, because if we see you, we'll be patrolling all day. If we see you again, it'll be different. Leave. Tell you, take your away. camera and get out of here. Do you understand that? Walk away. Your phone doesn't need to be in our face when you're walking away. Go. Are you going to walk, or are you going to get arrested? I was walking away. Get no, I just want to get a coffee, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, they're just following orders. They're just following orders. Remember, folks, this is all just for your health. Hey, we're out here to make sure that everybody's safe, happy, and healthy. These police officers are just following orders. What are you talking about? It's for the better of Canada. It's for the good of all. Don't you know? Don't you know that it's completely acceptable for police to walk around and manhandle women, innocent people, women, men, children? Don't you know? Don't you know it's completely acceptable for 
um, police horses that weigh 2,000 pounds to just trample you if you're peacefully in the streets, giving an opposition to a political party that's taken away your freedoms over the last five to ten years? Didn't you know? Didn't you know that all of that was acceptable in a world where the leader would be named Adolf Hitler or Justin Trudeau or, for that matter, Barack Hussein Obama? Ladies and gentlemen, you're locked and loaded right here. This is Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I am coming to you from the live free or die. Get it right for all those who live in the back and who don't listen. Live free or die. Granite State of New Hampshire. And it's an honor to be here with you every single day. This is February 21st, year of our Lord, 2022. And I've got one heck of a show lined up for you today. The cold open was Ottawa police harassing citizens who come out of their home in the red zone. And do you want to know what made it a red zone, everyone? What made it a red zone was bouncy houses, barbecues and grills, hot tubs, inflatable hot tubs, people singing the Canadian national anthem, having snow fights with metal shovels. How dare they? This is a... Trump worldwide continuation of January 6th. Well, you know what? If that's what you have to tell yourself to sleep a little better at night, you've not seen an insurrection yet. There has not been an insurrection on any scale in the United States or Canada. What you've seen is protests to an overbloated, power-hungry government. You've not even seen an insurrection yet. Now, A week and a half ago or so, the police chief in Canada was fired. And at at the time, they're saying because he was being too hard on the people below him. The, 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 The police did not feel that he was in the right for what he was trying to make them do. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, what he was trying to make them do was exactly the opposite. Was not attack the police. I mean, was not attack the citizens. Was not attack people's freedoms. And violate their human rights. So what they do? They booted him and they brought some Nazi in that would. This is interim police chief in Ottawa, folks, saying the unthinkable for, 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 going, for people that are going out there and just protesting, which is their God-given and Canadian free right. Listen so I was in the to what he yesterday. says. Um, I was unfortunately uh, hit with some pepper spray. I just have a question. Uh, there's some video cameras that the police are using and uh, some news outlets are reporting that you're gathering intelligence with those cameras. Can you elaborate, like, if the protesters at this point, uh, you know, uh, retreat and go home, uh, are they going to be getting sort of repercussions down the road? Or are you going to be sort of actively pursuing the people that you've been sort of documenting and filming who are still out there protesting? What are your plans after this, uh, after the protest is over? Thank you. It's a great question. And the simple answer is yes. If you are involved in this protest, we will actively look to identify you and follow up with financial sanctions and criminal charges. Absolutely. This investigation will go on for months to come. So I was in the crowd yesterday. So there you go. If you participate in this 
protest, he said. He did not say if you participate in an insurrection. He did not say if you participate in a riot. He said if you participate in this, and he said it, protest, then we will be coming after you for months and months and months. At what point does the international community step in? At what point does Joe Biden... Well, we know why, but I'm asking a rhetorical question here. At what point does Joe Biden and the freedom-loving Democrats and liberals and progressives of this world step up and say, whoa, the entire reason why we don't want you to invade Ukraine is because you would violate their borders. You would go across their borders, which we don't even like to have here, and that eventually Putin would violate their human rights, which is actually what's happening to the north of us in our neighbor's uh, for, to our neighbors in Canada right now, and nobody's saying anything. Well, of course not, because this is the tri- this is the trial run, everybody. This is the trial run for the United States of America. Will we fall to complete government tyranny? Will the Constitution and the red, white, and blue old glory behind me finally be trampled to the ground? And will we give up our God-given rights as citizens of this earth? That's the question. That's the real question, and it's really the only question, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this cold open this morning, before we get to our prayers, is going to be a little bit longer, because now, ladies and gentlemen, UN planes are coming into Canada. And at first, this was just a conspiracy theory. UN planes aren't coming into Canada, so private journalists decided to go out and get a look for themselves. And that's exactly what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, as you're going to see United Nations planes that had just arrived in Ontario, Canada. And here's the thing, folks. It's not just in Ontario. It's in other places as well. UN planes are coming from. And everybody was wondering, who are these unnamed, nameless soldiers who are just out there in full SWAT bulletproof gear? Who are they? A lot of these people had brown uniforms, of course. And did not have any names or any kind of insignia, any badge, nothing. And Canadians were wondering, where did they come from? I think we have a pretty good idea of where they came from. Check this footage out of the UN planes landing in Canada. Well, I seen, uh, I seen a video online, so I thought I'd come checking out for myself. And here we go. United Nations plane right here in North Bay. I wonder where all those cops in Ottawa came from. And there's no snow on it. It just snowed last night. Yeah. Hello, guys. It's Jose. I'm in North Bay reporting on this really cold, cold, cold day. And I just noticed here, because a lot of people were saying that maybe they were UN troops. There you go. Two UN Notice planes the right there. Airplane. That's three we now see. Sorry. That looks suspicious. So all of those conspiracy theories, Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist. The UN isn't working to take over. They're not working to come to the United States. Oh, all that Jade Helm project, all of that stuff that was going on four or five years ago. That was nothing. Look the other way. Turned out it looks like it was starting to be right. Look, I'm the type of person that looks... At the forest for the trees, I look and I read between the lines. I put stuff together and I am in touch with what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, just as much as every one of you are. And the time for saying, well, that's not, you can't attribute that to that. That can't have anything to do with that. Isn't it really funny? Isn't it funny that just days after putting in the emergency act 
and then pushing it up even further to bring military on the streets to UN planes are here. They just got here to North America. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing? Question is, what are we going to do? What are we all going to do? Because I can promise you that what is happening in Canada is coming here. And it's coming here this year before the midterms. They have to do something. They have to get a control. They have to get, get regain control of this country somehow. Just illegitimately stealing the presidency wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because there are more than half the country um, of, of the population here believes that they're not legitimate. So they're going to have to crack down here like they're doing in Canada. Mark my words. Question is, what are we going to do about it? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to the Lord. That's what we're going to do first. We're going to go to the Lord first because that's where we find our refuge. That is where we find our restoration. That is where we find our healing. That is where we find our health. That is where we find our salvation. And truly, ladies and gentlemen, that is where, we're end up, where we will end up finding our full armor of God. This morning's newsletter, if you are so <clears throat> lucky to have signed up to keep us together, is actually titled The Power of Congregating, which is what we do every single day here on Live from America. We are together and we congregate. Good morning, everybody. How was your weekend? I wrote, I spent every single second this weekend with my kids, literally. Puzzles, chess, video games, father-daughter dancers, dances, movies, etc. I literally neglected everything else in my life. And you know what? I should do that more often. <clears throat> I should do that because something happens to you and all of them when you shut out everything else in the world for those brief moments. It brings you closer to each other, but more importantly, it brings you closer to God. Every smile, every laugh, every conversation is meaningful, and that pleases God very much. And I pray that we all make time for each other a little bit more because it's the most wonderful gift that we have. Verse of the day today is going to come from Hebrews 10, 24, and 25 for all those who follow along. Hebrews 10, 24, and 25 reads, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Now, this is why shutting down churches was so wrong during this entire biological war that world governments waged on all of us. It was against our rights. They know the power of prayer. They know the power of the people in numbers. But more importantly, they know the power of the congregation. While people are right when they say, quote, the church isn't a building, they fail to mention that the church is the body of Christ. The congregation is that body. We help each other. We encourage each other. And we spark that heavenly motivation to do good deeds for one another in our communities. The darkness hates good deeds. They would rather force socialism and force redistribution of wealth rather than let it happen organically because there is power in that. There is power in the name of Jesus. They don't want that glory to go to God. They want it coming to them. That is their goal, to be God. They never will be, and they will never keep us from each other 
ever again. Let us never stay apart ever again. Jesus, put the full armor of God on each of us and please protect us each and every day as we gather together and give all of our glory to God, not government. Let's stand together in the name of Jesus and let's win this holy war in his royal name. Amen. There is power in the name of Jesus. And that is why they want to eradicate his name. That is why they're coming after us so hard. Because we will not adopt their big government, globalist, evil, devilish ways. So this is what they do. But I have a little bit of a spoiler alert for those Democrats that just don't seem to get it. And also those Republicans who just don't seem to get it. And I say it every day, but let's all say it together, ladies and gentlemen. You can't beat God, period. No matter how much video that I show you, no matter how many cold opens you see of evil deeds being done to good people, you cannot beat God, period. So find yourself on the right side of history today. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you are wearing one. Respect our Lord and our Savior. And let's all congregate together in one powerful voice and lift this glory to God right now. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You want to know what's really nuts, folks? As I was sitting there, saying that Lord's Prayer, focusing on the cross, focusing on everything that we have ahead of us, I was getting glimpses of globalist authorities breaking into this studio and dragging me away while saying the Lord's Prayer. And guess what? Not even that would stop me from finishing that glory to God. I can just tell you that right now. And I will not ever, today, tomorrow, or a year from now, or if they ever do silence me in any way by taking me off any kind of air or putting me in prison for my political stance and my stance for Jesus, I will never stop talking. You will have to cut out my tongue and I will still not stop. In the name of Almighty Jesus, amen. I'd like to give a big happy birthday to Joe from Nebraska. That is Rival Designs' mom, Kara's mom. I also seen there was a 39th birthday in here today as well. 
So happy birthday to the both of you. Happy birthday, Joe from Nebraska. I know you love the show. And I'm so very, very glad uh, to be able to have gotten that message in time to say happy birthday to you. And of course, whoever's birthday was in the Rumble chat, I'd like to say happy birthday to you too. I love you. God bless you and have a great, great day. As we move in to the first and foremost section today, folks, I want those thousand shares out of your fingers right now because it's going to be a powerful show. Let's get to it. Put your cups up and let's have that first slurp of the day and get right to the uh, first and foremost. Here we go. Hillary, good morning. Today is my birthday. God bless, Hillary. Here we go. Biden, illegitimate president on President's Day. Happy President's Day, everybody, by the way. The illegitimate resident and thief is not listening to the science. And lying in an official statement from the White House, from on whitehouse.gov, and purposely provoking all of us and the truckers here in America. Biden quietly, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't even know if most of you know this, but Biden quietly extended the federal national emergency concerning COVID-19 for another year until March of 2023. I am not kidding you. He did that. He extended it for a whole year, even though Every other country in the world is dropping it, even Austria. The UK over the weekend said they're dropping all COVID restrictions. You don't even have to quarantine if you have COVID because you're going to live with COVID for the rest of your life in these countries. Even the UK came out and said that. Austria has come out and said that. The Netherlands have come out and said that. All these countries are finally coming out and saying that because they don't want an uprising in their country. They don't want the people to overthrow them, and they know that they had one more chance to do so, and they are listening to reason. However, here in the United States, it seems they want a war. Here in North America, to our neighbors of the North here in Canada, it seems like they want war. And I have to ask myself, why, when you know you're going to lose? Why put our countries through this when it is not what the people want? You've extended the national emergency of a disease that is doing hardly anything to the majority of the people in this country for another year? And you weak, spineless, rhino cowards, every single one of you who have the power to stop this and don't, you should be ashamed of yourselves And may God have mercy on your souls. From WhiteHouse.gov, I'm going to read you the official letter, a statement, and letter that was sent to Nancy Pelosi from Joe Biden. Section 202D of the National Emergencies Act, 50 U.S.C. 1622D, provides for the automatic termination of a national emergency unless within 90 days prior to that anniversary date of its declaration, the president publishes in the federal registrar, register, excuse me, and transmits to Congress a notice stating that the emergency is to continue in effect beyond the anniversary date. In accordance with his provisions, I have sent to the federal register for publication 
The enclosed notice stating that the national emergency declared in Proclamation 9994 of March 13, 2020, beginning March 1st, 2020, concerning the coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 pandemic is to continue in effect beyond March 2022. There remains a need to continue this national emergency, according to the Democrats, even though blue cities and states are also dropping all of their COVID restrictions because they know what's going to happen to them in their state. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to cause significant risk to the public health and safety of the nation, it said. And here's the lie. More than 900,000 people in the nation have perished from this disease, and it is essential to continue to combat and respond to COVID-19 with the full capacity and capability of the federal government. That is an absolute, absolute bold face lie. But what's new from this illegitimate re- uh, regime who is there based on a lie to begin with? 900,000 people have not died from coronavirus, and we even have the liberal CDC crooked uh, division that they are even saying that as well. You are lying. Where's the fake news on this? Where's the third-party fact-checkers on this? The mainstream media gobbling it up. Yay! Yay! I'm so glad. I am so glad that I have to put something over my face for the next year so I can virtue signal and tell everybody how I'm a superhero. You know what? So were truckers two years ago. So were doctors and nurses and first responders two years ago. And they went from uh, hero to zero real quick, didn't they? How long are we going to allow this to happen is my question. So because of the fact of the lies, which is nothing new, but definitely because of the fact that this guy thinks that he's going to be able to extend emergency powers for the next uh, year to give themselves more power than they should rightfully have, we are going to go ahead, especially since the lies are there. And give Joe Biden, once again, the Swamp Donkey Dum Dum Award of the Day. But folks, you do know that he's got a State of the Union address coming up, right? Well, the American Freedom Convoy, which is not being labeled the American Truckers Convoy, because I told you last week more professions were going to get involved than just truckers and that we were going to grind the gears of this country to a screeching halt. And that is not an insurrection because we are a country of the people, by the people, and everything that we give the government legally comes from us. That's the difference between us and all these other dictator countries around the world, including Canada. That's the difference. The other difference is the Second Amendment. However, I digress and won't go down that path for a minute. But we've got bikers and everybody now joining in, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be huge. Now, the State of the Union address is set for March. The funny thing about that is it's his second State of the Union address, and it's the second time that they have to barricade themselves in from the people that they are supposedly representing to keep them safe from the people that want to remove them because they're illegitimately there to begin with. Doesn't that say something about your leaders? I said for the last two weeks about Justin Trudeau, if you have to run 
and hide from the people that you represent, then you're already a dictator and you need to be removed or stepped down. Well, here we are, the second year in a row that the illegitimate Biden regime, who did not win a science contest, let alone a presidential election, definitely couldn't win a spelling bee contest of the fourth grade, has barricaded himself and the rest of those elite, spineless, coward leaders in Washington, D.C. so they can have their little precious moment of the State of the Union address that nobody tunes in for when you've got old sleepy, creepy, pedophile, uncle, illegitimate Joe up there going, here, come on, man, ice cream, and your national pressure, here, come on, oh, come on, man. Nobody gives a crap. All this is is the Grammys for the politicians. This is the red carpet for these dirty scumbags in charge. And they know it, you know it, I know it, the world knows it. Share the video. Putting up the fence again. They put up a fence around Parliament in Canada. Huh, funny, right? And now they're putting up that same fence around the Capitol here in the United States. Why? To keep in preparation of the trucker convoy. That's coming to Washington, D.C., which, by the way, is scheduled to be there at the same exact time. So when we were talking about strategic, this happens to be the organizer's strategy. To get there when all the politicians are there and force work to be done while they're there. Pretty good strategy. Pretty good strategy. Otherwise, it's pointless to go to Washington, D.C. Pretty good strategy, though. But be careful. Because the National Guard is already getting called in. Isn't it funny? Here in the second anniversary of an illegitimate stolen presidency, we have a fence going up again, a metal fence. Don't think for a minute that they won't put barbed wire up on that fence just like they did after J6. And and they have our own military standing there at the fence with full, um, fully, fully dressed in riot and war gear, fully loaded, and ready to fire and kill Americans if we come there and they're given that order. I wonder how many of them will be UN troops dressed up in American military uh, gear and insignia. I wonder how many of them will lie and they're not even from here. I want to go now, let me read a little bit of this, and then I'm going to go read for you details on the American convoy coming up. Democrats are now going to reinstall their metal fence for Joe Biden's upcoming State of the Union address on March 1st. They think Americans really care about his lies. The panic porn theater never stops with the wicked Democrats. Nobody actually cares what this creepy, basement, weirdo, dumb, dumb, poop pants, illegitimate, I'll say it until the day I die, resident has to say. So what is the reason? Because they're scared they're going to get removed. That's why. They're scared they're going to get removed. Now I want to read for you the details on the upcoming convoy. And this was sent out for immediate release this weekend. And like I said, it's not just going to be truckers, folks. Atlanta, California, February 20th, 2022, American truckers are launching the People's Convoy, a peaceful and unified transcontinental movement. On Wednesday, February 23rd, from Atlanta Stadium in Southern California, starting at 10 a.m., hundreds of truckers will hear words of encouragement and blessings 
from a group of speakers, including the FL Triple C, President Dr. Pierre Corey, and God Speak Church Pastor Rob McCoy. May God protect those individuals as well. The truckers and blue-collar workers of the United States will be joined by freedom-loving supporters from all walks of life. Frontline doctors, lawyers, first responders, former military servicemen and women, students, um, retirees, mothers, fathers, children, bikers. On this peaceful and law-abiding transcontinental journey toward the East Coast, the truckers encourage one and all to come out to the stadium in the heart of Adelanto, California to wish uh, them well and see them on their journey. This convoy is about freedom and unity. The truckers are riding unified across party and state lines and with people from all colors and creeds, Christians, Muslims, Sikhs, Mormons, agnostics, blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians, Native Americans, Republicans, Democrats, all individuals are welcome to participate by either attending the launching gathering at 10 a.m. on Wednesday, February 23rd at Adelano Stadium or by getting in their own vehicles and following the big rigs from Adelanto towards Washington, D.C., and the message of the People's Convoy is very simple. The last 23 months of COVID-19 have been a rough road for all Americans to travel spiritually, emotionally, physically, and not least financially. With the advent of the vaccine and the wokeable therapeutic agents, along with the hard work of so many sections that contributed to declining COVID-19 cases and severity of illness, it is now time to reopen the country completely. The average American worker needs to be able to end run the econ- excuse me to be able to end run the economic hardships of the last two years and get back to business of making bread, so they can pay their rents, mortgages, help jumpstart this economy, and more. Now we're going to move on and we're going to talk about dates and times where everybody's going to convene and meet. Okay, here we go. The convoy is being assisted by retired military personnel and security experts who are spearheading all the logistics in order to ensure 100% safe and lawful, peaceful journey. Now, this is important to know. Okay, folks, this might be one of the most important um, pieces of this to know is that who is spearheading the strategic part of this because it's very, very important that the right people are in charge of this. Day one, Wednesday, February 23rd, morning, depart Adelanto Stadium, California. Evening, arrive in Kingman, Arizona for an overnight stay. Now, at first I was like, why are they publishing everywhere they're going, all their stops and everything? How ridiculous is that? Then I got to realize this is their first stage of doing it completely peaceful and letting people know they're coming. This is not a war stage. This is not a fighting stage, which I agree, I think it'll ultimately get to in the end because there's no way that our federal government is going to be embarrassed like Justin Trudeau's. They have too many problems. Too many problems. Day two, Thursday, February 24th, morning, depart Kingman, Arizona. Head east on I-40 towards Lupton, Arizona. Evening, arrive in Lupton, Arizona for an overnight stay. Day three, Friday, depart Lupton, Arizona on I-40 eastbound through New Mexico. Evening, arrive in um, Glen Rio, Texas for an overnight stay. Saturday, morning, depart Glen Rio, Texas. Arrive in Elk City, Oklahoma, for an overnight stay. 
Sunday morning, depart Elk City, Oklahoma area and arrive in Venita, Oklahoma for an overnight stay. Day six, Monday, February 28th, depart Venita, Oklahoma and arrive in Sullivan, Missouri for an overnight stay. Day seven, Tuesday, March 1st, depart Indianapolis in uh, area, pause for a rest in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana area for an overnight stay. Day nine, Thursday, March 3rd. See, now, I, I wish they were arriving on March 1st. I really do. But this is their plan, so I'm reading it for you so you all know. Day 9, depart Indianapolis area, arrive in Cambridge, Ohio for an overnight stay. Friday, March 4th, day 10, depart Cambridge and arrive in Hagerston, um, Maryland for an overnight stay. And Saturday, March 5th, depart Hagerston, Maryland and arrive in D.C. Beltway area. The People's Convoy will abide by agreements with local authorities and terminate in the vicinity of the D.C. area, but will not be going into D.C. proper. Stay tuned for opportunities for elected officials and regular folks to ride shotgun with any actual trucker for the day, as well as an opportunity to bid on one seat that will be sold on our operation vehicle for a similar ride-along opportunity. To support the truckers, see the routes, or find, or to find out more, please visit www.thepeoplesconvoy.org. Now, I, d- I know that was long-winded, but I wanted to read all that to you so that you could go back and replay this so that you could get all the information that you need. Did you all see where Portland Antifa punk shot and killed a homeowner and wounded four others? Yes, I did, and nobody's doing anything about that. Tiffy and Jay, or Tiffy says, Venita, Oklahoma is an hour from me. I so want to make the uh, take the girls so they will witness this. It's very important, you guys. It is very important. Remember, it's www.thepeoplesconvoy.org. Now, let's move on from that and move on to some Republicans that actually are fighting for a change, fighting for this country in the face of all adversity, and that is Miss Carrie Lake, endorsed by President Donald J. Trump, who now has her first full TV ad out. And boy, does she not disappoint. Miss Carrie Lake, Arizona is the motto for Carrie Lake running and caring for Arizonans. Check out this new ad by Carrie Lake. It's awesome. Arizona, I'm Carrie Lake, the Trump-endorsed candidate for governor. If you're watching this ad right now, it means you're in the middle of watching a fake news program. You know how to know it's fake? Because they won't even cover the biggest story out there, the rigged election of 2020. And rigged elections have consequences. We're all feeling it. Soaring prices, a spike in homelessness, and an invasion on our border. I'm the only candidate with a plan to tackle all of those issues and more. When I'm governor, we'll finish the wall, and criminals who cross our border will be sent back. We'll get the homeless out of our parks and off our streets, and no more masks, swabs, or shots to go to work or go to school. Our kids will get a real education, not a brainwashing. To see where I stand on all the issues, go to carrylake.com. Now let's send the corrupt news a lesson and turn them off. Carrie Lake for governor. Woo, Carrie, don't hurt him. 
Don't hurt them, girl. Look, there's very few people that run for public office that I can look at and go, they mean what they say and they say what they mean. They're going to talk the talk and walk the walk all over anybody who gets in their way. And I have to tell you, Carrie Lake is one of those people. I absolutely love her grit. I love her determination. I love her fight. I love the people she surrounds herself with. I love her love for this country and her state. And I love the fact that she is a no-nonsense, I'm going to bring it to you the front of the door and kick your teeth in with it if I have to. Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely need more like her, not like those spineless cowards in Washington, D.C. who are allowing fences to go up, who are allowing all of this crap to happen. Now, there's another Republican who I'd like to highlight who's actually fighting, and she actually shares the same last name as I do, same spelling. No, there is no immediate relation, but she does come from a part of the world or part of the country that my grandfather and great-grandfathers came from as they grew up on Cherokee reservations. I would like to give a big shout-out to Representative Yvette Harrell, Republican from New Mexico, who, ladies and gentlemen, before before we talk about... Representative Yvette Harrell from New Mexico. Let's first talk about, let's go back a week ago. Let's go back a week ago here on Live from America when I called on all Republicans to announce publicly that we would give a safe haven and a sanctuary to all Canadian truckers whose lives have been or will be destroyed because of a dictator federal government coming after them. Do you remember that episode? Do you remember that episode last week where I said, I call on any uh, Republican who has a voice to put this forward publicly now? Remember that? Well, looks like we made some waves, folks, because Yvette Harrell did just that. From New Mexico, Republican, she announced on Saturday that she will introduce legislation to grant asylum to politically persecuted truck drivers in Trudeau, Castro's, Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, almighty God, for somebody listening to what we say on this show. Representative Harrell made an announcement on Twitter after she compared Trudeau to brutal authoritarians like the Marxists who are ruling Venezuela. Okay? She put on Twitter, just as we provide asylum for political prisoners, we should do the same for truckers who have been subjected to violence, had their property confiscated, and their bank accounts frozen by, by a government that is quickly becoming the embarrassment of the free world. I am introducing legislation that would temporarily grant asylum to innocent Canadian protesters who are being persecuted by their own government. We cannot be silent as our neighbors to the north are treated so badly. Representative Harrell. Yvette Harrell, New Mexico, said she plans to introduce this that would temporarily grant asylum. I would like to see the word permanent, but we'll, we'll take them baby steps. Canadian police have arrested or started to arrest protesters in Ottawa, Canada's capital. Approximately 200 have been arrested as of Sunday morning, with 57 vehicles being towed so far. Town Hall reports that among those, 103 have been charged, mostly for mischief, mischief and obstruction. And I got to, you know what? We just got to go ahead right now and we got to cue the drums. Cue those drums, will you? Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America is going to go to Representative Yvette Harrell. 
because that's the kind of grit and determination that I want to see coming from people who represent the Republican Party. No more of this cockamamie, crybaby, gutless, turd, coward ways. I'm sick and tired of hearing even the most prominent Republicans just give lip service. And I'm going to name a few right now, so this may piss a few people off. Somebody like uh, Ted Cruz, open your mouth and say something. You gutless Republican. There's a reason why President Trump called you lying, Ted. Because you're not doing anything about it. You're giving lip service every single day. Lindsey Graham, another lip service in more than ways than one, I might add. Do something. Mitch McChina, do something. Kevin McCoward, do something. For God's sake, somebody besides Marjorie Taylor Greene, Madison Cawthorn, Lauren Boebert, and Matt Gates, please, can we do anything besides sit there and get on podcasts and TV shows every day and say, well, I'm going to give you the same answer as I gave on the last show. I'm going to give you the same answer as I gave on the last show. We cannot have this. We cannot do this in this country. This is wrong on so many levels. Shut your mouth. If you're not going to do anything about it, you gutless turds. I am so sick and tired of these people. Sorry, I just get so angry over people who don't do their job. And that includes crowd favorites like Ted Cruz. You have power. Your authority and your position is massive. I don't care if we're in the minority or the majority. It doesn't matter. You still have massive power. By the Constitution, we are to have a Republican form of government. And that Republican form of government is to always have the same amount of power to do anything besides give lip service. So can we please say or do something more than what we're doing? Please. Moving on, I want to move on to more things that bother me, and that is this imminent war with Russia that the United States is causing on purpose. I'm going out on a limb and saying that because that's my opinion. I don't care who thinks it's not true or who thinks that I'm just assuming or wearing a tinfoil hat. The United States of America, in all of its swampness, is responsible for most of the wars around this world. And I'm not talking about wars for freedom. I'm talking about wars for profit. It's time to call a spade a spade. And this imminent war with Russia, from what I see, I'm not saying Putin is a good guy or I'm not saying he's innocent in any way of all of this. But I guarantee you that Biden is just as much to blame as Russia, if not more, or at least the left warmongering military industrial complex and more and more we're seeing citizens more and more we're seeing officials in russia and in the ukraine saying what you're hearing is nothing but a lie i want to play a video for you right now this next video that you're going to see is from a gentleman who is a russian uh russia's ambassador to the united states of american america excuse me anatoly antonov who says There are no plans to invade. We're not invading, and we're not doing what the reports are saying that's going to happen. We don't have any plans in doing that, and it needs to stop. Not only that, Ukrainian officials said the same thing over the weekend. It needs to stop. Because they're pushing war for a reason, folks. 
They're pushing war for a reason, and it's not organically. Something is else is going on here. Check this out. U.S. ambassador, or Russian ambassador to the U.S., Anatoly. I'll get right to it. President Biden says that President Putin has decided to invade Ukraine. Is he correct? There is no innovation and there is no such plans. It was fixed in Russian documents that we conveyed to our American friends in the State Department. Russia has publicly decided, uh, declared its uh, readiness to continue the diplomatic efforts to resolve all outstanding issues. Russian troops are on a sovereign Russian uh, territory. We don't threaten anyone. Now, folks, we have a bloodthirsty, dirty, politi- dirty, dirty political swamp here in the United States of America. And we also have a bloodthirsty news media who wants us to always be in war. You don't think that this is odd? They've been screaming for war for, with Russia for years now. And then in a midterm election year where they're going to have their entire party destroyed for years and years to come. You don't think this is all part of a strategic plan to get your eyes off the illegitimate, fraudulent 2020 election that's going to get thrown and stuffed down people's throats for the next few months? You don't think that they want to get away from the inflation, the gas prices? They're already blaming the inflation on the tension between Russia and the Ukraine. How stupid do they think we really are? This is all just look over there while we continue to do things here. And by the way, we're going to quietly extend a year more of emergency powers granted to who? None other than ourselves. I do not comply. Let me say this for all the people who are deaf or who might not have heard before. Jeremy Harrell in New Hampshire will not now nor will I ever comply with an illegitimate government who has zero authority over me as a sovereign citizen and as a sovereign child of God. Know that. Ever. It gets my blood pumping, you guys. It really does. It gets my blood pumping that so many people are completely brainwashed as to what is really going on. Where are all these human rights folks now that people in Canada are getting beat up? Oh, that's right. They're right-wing extremists. That's right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot about that. I want to move on from this for a little bit, and I want to go back to... Actual public servants out there who understand what communism really is. There are people out there in the world who are elected, who are calling for the leaders of the world to isolate Justin Trudeau's tyrannical regime and to hold it accountable. EU parliamentarian representing a former communist state in Romania by the name of Christian Terras, who is a member of the European Parliament, by the way, and, like I said, representing a former, com- former communist nation in Romania, Terrace is a member of the Christian Democratic National Peasants Party, the PNTCD, in the ECR group. On Saturday, Mep Terrace posted his support for the protesting freedom truckers in Canada. 
by tweeting out, I stand with the Canadians in their fight for liberty as he posted a picture of that crowd being trampled by the 2,000-pound horse. Christian Terrace also called for the isolation of the tyrannical Trudeau regime. Quote, Justin Trudeau and his federal government must be isolated by the democratic international community to show revulsion at his tyrannical actions in Canada against peaceful protesters who have been trampled under horse hoof as children have been batoned by federal security agents. Such scenes are reminiscent of China, whose government he wants to imitate, not to Western democracies. I stand with the Canadians in their fight for liberty, he continued, while reacting upon dramatic events in Ottawa, Canada, where convoy for freedom protesters were trampled with police horsemen who were implementing the Emergencies Act, martial law, invoked by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who was eager to switch the uh, repressions of critics of his COVID-19 policies. The first three major incidents Friday, February 18th, under the form of martial law were absolutely atrocious. Videos of Toronto police mounted unit officers charging into the crowd and at least one horse trampling multiple people. Good thing that those people are going to recover fine and nobody's actually dead. But this is not going to end well for Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau will end up in the same situation as Saddam Hussein found himself in. And it's not a pretty sight. Unfortunately for him, it's not a pretty sight. Now, one more story here to leave you with a little bit of a smile on your face. If you guys don't know who he is by now, you should. We've talked about him many times on this show. And that is former state. I'm sorry, I'm just reading some comments. Former state Supreme Court judge and now full investigator into the fraud of the 2020 election in the state of Wisconsin, Michael Gableman. Now, I spoke with Michael Gableman last week. He's going to come on live from America two weeks in two weeks after some, uh, some court dates and some court hearings are done. He doesn't want to talk too much right now. He's got to wait until these are done. And then we're going to have him on live from America, and he's going to tell us all right from his mouth, not from Gateway Pundit or Epic Times or any of those reporting what he said, right from Michael Gableman's mouth. We're going to hear from him right here on live from America in two weeks. But you will be happy to know that former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman is now calling for the mayor of Madison and others to be thrown in jail immediately if they refuse to comply with his subpoenas one more time. Michael Gableman was asked to perform an investigation of the 2020 election in his state. We initially thought it was unlikely whether he had the skill set or the resources to audit millions of ballots and voting machines. But former Justice Gableman does have knowledge of the law, and he has subpoena power, which he has used. Now, the problem is that the Democrats involved in the 2020 election in Wisconsin are ignoring his subpoenas. Supreme Court, former Supreme Court Justice investigating the 2020 election in Wisconsin is seeking to jail the mayor of Madison and other elected officials if they do not comply with this last subpoena request. The petition Michael Gableman filed in Waukesha County Friday names Madison Mayor 
Satya Rhodes Conway, Madison City Clerk, Maribeth Witzel Bell, Wisconsin Election Commission's Chair Ann Jacobs, and the mayors of Green Bay and Racine and other city officials. In the petition, Gableman asked the court to, quote, enforce the legislative subpoenas, order the defendants, uh, the defendants to appear with a commanded documents and give testimony, alternatively, to appear and show cause and for all other just and proper relief of which he may be entitled. There are so many issues with the 2020 election in Wisconsin, folks. The legality of the drop boxes, the money from private individuals like Mark Zuckerberg outside of the state, 145,000 ballots dropped for Biden early in the morning, the day after the election, millions more individuals in their vote rolls than lived in the state, and much more. And it's about time that these corrupt politicians get held accountable. And if Michael Gableman has anything to say about it, that's exactly what's going to happen. So just know that he's working. Unlike Mark Burnovich in Arizona, who was seen over the last few days hanging out with the very people that he should be indicting, you scumbag coward. We're going to light you up, too. Oh, uh, Mark Burnovich, we're going to light you up. This is going to be a week of making things happen here on Live from America, folks. I can tell you that right now. This is going to be the week of making things happen. Now, if you want to be on Truth Social, this is how I will end the show today. Truth Social is now open today for Apple users, but you might find yourself on a waiting list. I wish President Trump would have worked with somebody like Elon Musk or somebody that had the ability to have their own private way to download an app because President Trump is just going to be at the mercy of Apple and Android. However... That's just me complaining when I shouldn't be. True Social opens up today and at midnight for a lot of people on a waiting list for Apple users only. Android will come very soon. And of course, there's always the actual website as well. So get yourself on the waiting list. True Social, Getter, Telegram, and Rumble will be the social media companies of the future. I could promise you that, folks. Well, that's going to do it. Three minutes early. That's going to do it for Live from America. I hope you found the show informative today. I would like to let you know, folks, that we are just now 1% away from our monthly recurring goal on the website. If you still would like to become a monthly donor that actually has it taken out of your account every, every month, like any other streaming platform, then just go to JeremyHarrell.com. Click the donate section. It's all private now. Nobody can touch us. Nobody can do anything. Check out the new items on the store. We're putting more up tomorrow and the next day as well. Hopefully some new Armor of God gear, some new sales coming, all more ways to help fund the show. And we have solidified and put into stone our partnership with the Brave American. We'll have much more on that next week as well. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and your chest out and keep your head up high forever because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Praise God. Spread the gospel and keep your families tight. I love you. God bless. Share the video. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America.